it's a new year and a new me. None of those things. Well, it's a new year. summer day here in Perth. Yeah, let's kick it. Oh shit. Oh, fucking righty then. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast, everybody. Happy fucking New Year to y'all. You. It is 2023, finally. As if 2022 couldn't have dragged on any fucking longer. It finally was over, and I knew I was going to try and get some podcasts out to you guys before the end of the new year, but it didn't happen. Just fucking busy, guys. Christmas is no fucking joke, eh? Uh, but we're here, and it's a new year, so we're starting things off kind of fresh. We're going to be doing some fun shit this year. We'll get into all that. How was your festive season, guys? Happy Hanukkah, happy fucking Kwanzaa or whatever, crazy Kwanzaa. Whatever crap you celebrated, if you celebrated, if you didn't, fucking, how was the Uber driving? I think you made a lot of money over Christmas, eh? Um, anyway, Christmas was fucking wild for me, you know, that's why I didn't get around to doing podcasts, guys. I was fucking hosting, and uh, my family is somewhat uh, fractured, so, you know, one side of my family is not allowed to see the other side of the family because of past beefs, uh, you know, just grudges held over really bad jokes, and stuff like that, so I have a whole fucking New Year's... Oh, sorry, not even New Year's. We haven't even got there yet. Let's go Christmas. Christmas Eve fucking shenanigans with one side of the family. Christmas Day with um, another side of the family that I hosted. And uh, that was a lot of stress, a lot of work. Uh, it turned out pretty good. And then Christmas Day night, so I guess Christmas night, I uh, spent with the in-laws, with, with the old classic fucking Canadians. So turkey and stuffing and fucking all that kind of nice bullshit gravy. Fantastic gravy. Um, so, yeah, it's just fucking wild, guys. Uh, no dramas. No dramas this year. No one fucking left in tears. No one got upset. So it kind of, you know, that's, that's, that's all you can really hope for with a Christmas day, right? Is just no one getting upset about anything. No one bringing up the past. You don't want to do that. Uh, so, yeah, it was fucking fine. And then Boxing Day comes around and we... Uh, we go for a sail over to Rotnest, so we're going to spend the next few days in Rotnest. So that's partially one of the reasons I didn't get around to a podcast. I was fucking um, living the island life for two or three days over there. And God, it was fucking cool, man. I love that little island. As much as they fuck it up um, with their fucking Rotnest Island authority and, you know, there's no competition with accommodations, so you're going to stay in a fucking dilapidated shack for a thousand bucks a night if you wanted to, unless you got a sailboat. Um... Yeah, it's kind of bullshit over there, price-wise. Uh, but it's still fucking gorgeous. It's still fucking worth it, guys. And I don't know, I had a bit of a wild time. I fucking... I, um, I dodged death um, at one point. And, you know, I don't know. Let me, let me tell you this fucking story, right? So, so we sail over to this island. Um, I'm there with the in-laws and the wife, obviously. And uh, one of um, my father-in-law's friends sailed over there with us. He's an old sailor. He fucking, he loves it. Um, so he wanted to sail over and he had friends on the island. So this is friends of my in-law's friend, right? My in-law's friend's friends. Pretty fucking removed from me, right? Nice family. 
nice couple, folk and we met them, we're having drinks or whatever. They've got a couple of young kids, right? Um, one of them's about eight years old, one's maybe 13 or whatever. So the eight-year-old fucking joins us at the table and he's got this new fucking hotshot fucking toy for Christmas. Don't know what it's called, but it's kind of like one of those ripstick things where it's basically like a miniature, it kind of looks like a miniature surfboard, like a surfboard the size of a skateboard. But instead of having four wheels, it's only got two wheels and they're both caster wheels that can swivel around and shit like that. Seems dangerous as fuck to me, right? But the kid's rocking around on that, no helmet, no fucking padding, no nothing, and the parents are just kind of cool with it. They're kind of those cool parents that are a little bit older. They don't fucking mind if their kid gets fucking injured. They're just kind of like, it is what it is, he'll learn his lesson. Fuck yeah, I respect that kind of parenting, right? Um, so anyway, we're having drinks with the family or whatever. The kid comes over, he's showing me his new toy or whatever, and it reminds me a lot of this little freeboard thing that I was gifted by my friend Ryan many, many years ago. Um... And a freeboard is kind of like a skateboard, but with longer trucks, um, but also with a caster wheel in the middle. So it kind of like has that point of balance in the middle. It kind of rides like a snowboard on the concrete, um, which is a very bad idea because snow is way more forgiving than concrete, right? So that's why I never used this thing. It just fucking was sitting out here by the bar for probably the last five, six years. No one's going to touch it. I'm uh, Especially after my fucking dumbass fucking arm breakage earlier in the year from being on a normal skateboard. There's no fucking way I'm going to go out on this thing anymore. I'm too old for that shit, right? I'm going to hurt myself. Um, so foolishly, I tell this kid about this thing and now I've offered it to him. So now I've got to give him this potentially fucking, you know, very hazardous fucking uh, <laughs> piece of equipment, right? Her parents were happy about it, whatever. And, you know, when you make fucking drunk promises to people and they're drunk as well, you don't really have to pay much attention to it. You wake up the next day and go, fucking, that was wild. But you don't make promises to kids in that sort of scenario, right? So I, I fucking knew I had to come good on this. So I've kind of set myself up to gift this child when we get back from Rotnest this fucking um, thing that might kill him with this freeboard, right? I mean, it's no more dangerous than the fucking thing he was already riding, but whatever. That's that's one fucking thing, right? Fast forward a couple of days, we're still on the island. We go down uh, for a bit of a snorkel at the basin. So if you've ever been to Rottnest, the basin is a very common snorkel place. It's kind of a fucking big reef in a bay. Uh, so beautiful snorkeling, fucking great. As soon as we rock up, the fucking helicopter flies over with the alarms going off, fucking shark sighting, whatever. And I don't know what it is about shark sightings, but it's always a fucking two and a half meter tiger shark. It's never two meters. It's never three and a half. It, it's always just two and a half meter tiger shark was out there. I didn't give a shit. I was still snorkeling, but everyone had fucking just come in. Whatever. So we decide after snorkeling to go for a fucking nice little uh, reef walk, right? We put the reef walk shoes on and the reef kind of extends out around this point. We're like wicked. We'll just like me and the wife. We'll just go for a walk and see what we see on the reef, right? Wicked. We do it. This little kid, this little eight-year-old child that I've promised this death trap um, decides to join us. Um, and he's got no reef walkers on. So he's barefoot on the fucking reef walking around. Pretty cool little walk. We've seen some fucking wicked shit. At one point, he thinks he sees an octopus down a hole. I poke down there with my fucking sunglasses. Because, you know, the water's only about fucking, let's say, 20 centimeters deep over the top of the reef, right? So you can see straight into these little holes and crevices and all this bullshit, right? Um, poke my sunnies in this little hole out pops one of those bright blue fucking nudie branches which is like a sea sluggy kind of frilly fucking thing bright blue with orange tips some black stripes on it 
I know from some fucking YouTube videos that these things are super dangerous. You do not want to mess with these little bastards, right? Um, so yeah, we're admiring it from a distance and all that sort of shit. I was like, cool. We continue for our walk, right? We get to one point and um, I see this shell on the fucking, um, on the reef there. And then like the, the opening to the shell was open. You know, it was facing me. So I could tell there was nothing inside this shell, right? So I pick it up. It's a pretty neat, neat looking shell. I shake it out, get all the water and sand out of it, whatever. It's fucking, it's a nice little shell. So I'm walking with that. I've collected something nice from the ocean. Um, gets to that point where I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want to keep this. So I offer it to the little child and uh, this little eight-year-old kid, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I want to keep it. I want to keep it. So, so he's holding on to it. We're walking. Probably another 10, 15 minutes pass. His feet are getting sore from the from the reef. So I'm like, do you want to keep that shell? Do you want to just drop it or whatever? He's like, no, 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 no. I want to keep it. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll hold on to it. And I'll give it back to you when we get back to the beach, right? Cool. Good deal. Yeah. Um, so we walk on for a little bit. And he discovers another little hole. And this hole in the reef is probably only 20 centimeters around, something like that. And he thinks he's seen a big-ass octopus inside it, right? We could see this thing, this orange, like, chunk in the hole, which looked like a big flap of seaweed to me, right? Uh, but as we're watching it, it changes color, it rotates around, we see all the suckers. It's this massive-ass arm of a fucking octopus, right? One of the biggest octopuses I've ever seen. And um, full disclosure, even though I've only got into snorkeling the last few years, I haven't seen an octopus out in my snorkeling travels, so it was neat for me to see in this tiny little hole. Uh, so the hole was only like 20 centimeters round, but it must have been a lot bigger inside because this was a mammoth of an octopus, right? Um, his arm was probably, I don't know, maybe four centimeters in diameter. That's big. That's big for an octopus, right? So he's kind of, you know, moving around in there. You know, you see his big ass eyeball with like the triple pupils or whatever fucking come up staring at us and I'm like oh this is trying to this get, starting to get a bit scary here this is a we're like you know a foot away from this hole and this huge octopus is in there kind of you know eyeing us up and he's not too happy that we're um you know blocking his exit or whatever right meanwhile I feel something crawling up my arm I look down flick this fucking thing off from that shell I was holding a blue ringed octopus had emerged crawled up my arm so i flicked this thing fucking off into the water and it kind of wants revenge it's not like i flick it off and it dives into a little hole and, and hides or whatever it's on the reef like coming at me right this gorgeous it's tiny it's tiny right but it's gorgeous looking it's bright orange with blue bands all around its arms super vibrant looking so it means it was really pissed off maybe me shaking that fucking shell didn't help and it's coming at me right i'm like holy crap like guys Probably enough's enough. Like, we've cheated death enough on this little fucking reef walk of ours. There's this massive-ass octopus about to attack us in this hole. This blue-ringed octopus just crawled up my arm trying to attack me. Um, we saw that nudie branch earlier that could have killed any one of us. Uh, let's just walk back. And it kind of starts dawning on me that these little blue-ringed octopuses are so small that you might not even feel them bite you, right? And so I'm kind of starting to freak the fuck out. So... I've called my brother a couple of times. He didn't answer. He calls me back. Um, and I'm like, hey, I've just got a question for you. Blue ringed octopus just crawled up my arm. I've flicked it off. Blah, blah, blah. What the hell's going on here? What do I do? And he's like, well, how long has it been? 
I'm like, it was probably 15, 20 minutes ago. And he's like, well, good. How do you feel? I'm like, Ugh, I'm a little bit anxious, but I feel all right. And he's like, cool, because within 20 minutes, you should be dead if you actually got bitten by this thing, right? So I'm like, holy fuck. And then it hits me that like I had given this shell to this little kid for like 15, 20 minutes. He was walking around with this pissed off octopus, and I didn't know if he would have had the, the, the wherewithal to flick it off. He might have just thought it was cool and played with it. So... I don't know. Meeting me was the worst thing this fucking family could have ever happened to them. Uh, I've given him some death trap to kill himself on later in life with this freeboard. And I also gave him a shell with a deadly blue ringed octopus in it to carry around for a while. So, yeah, they're not responding to my texts and I completely understand why. Right. So anyway, I feel fucking fantastic because I feel like I've just cheated death. I'm drinking fucking whatever. We have to sail home. So that was my adventure. To rottenness, cheating death. And by the way, something seems to be going on here in Perth with these blue-ringed octopus. Pusses? Octopi. Octopi. Whatever. Whatever the fuck the plural is of the blue-ringed octopus. Uh, because literally the next day we see an article come out in the news that some, um, some old lady was swimming somewhere and she ended up with a blue-ringed octopus in her bathers. Pretty rough, right? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter where a blue-ringed octopus bites you because you're going to die no matter what. But, you know, there's the embarrassment sort of scale there as well, you know? You don't want to be bitten on the, on, on the pussy, right? Also, on the fucking snorkeling page in Perth, some, like, two days ago, some lady said, hey, look, I was down collecting shells with my, uh, with my kid the other day. We collected ten cool shells. Seven of them had blue-ringed octopus in it. Octopi. Or whatever. So, guys, my big advice to you is just don't fucking collect shells from the beach anymore. I think it's over. I think those days are done. And I've fucking absolutely been, uh, uh, been a little bit scarred by this. You might remember last year uh, I went for a snorkel trip over to Little Island and I dived down to collect a shell and lost my wedding ring. Then the second shell I collect, a blue-ringed octopus tries to kill me. So, I don't know, lessons learned, guys. You can't take shit from the ocean without fucking paying the piper, it seems, right? I don't know. So, anyway, I was relaxing after that. I felt fucking great. Dodge death. Fan-fucking-tastic. And then New Year's hits. And I hope you guys had a great New Year's Eve. I had a few folk around here, my brother and his partner and some other friends around. We just partied, listened to music. It's one of those things, um, like a New Year's Eve, we tend to go through, like, greatest songs that we dug from different decades leading up to the one we're about to celebrate you know what you know at the moment it's just the 2020s so there's not too much to write home about but we're in the early into the decade whatever so yeah it was a fun fucking night absolutely partied hard drank a lot cooked for everybody it was it was fantastic fantastic so new year's done guys Hope you guys had a good one as well. The, the adventures don't stop. I did some other sailing adventures. I was on a massive fucking race yesterday and uh, we broke the fucking boat and nearly killed everyone on board. But that's a whole nother long story. Don't need to get into these boring sailing stories with you guys because it's supposed to be a music podcast of some kind. So I'm going to just treat this episode as a bit of a catch up, touch base with you guys, wish you all a happy new year uh, and we'll really get into things um, towards the end of January, I think. Because, you know, my motivation levels sort of fluctuate with the weather, you know? If it's too hot outside, I'm going fucking swimming. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to really fuck around with this uh, this bar here, sweating my ass off, uh, even though that's what I'm doing today. But 
It's an exception. It's an exception. So we've got some plans for the podcast for the future, guys. And I kind of want your input in this. <coughs> so please use my contact details to get in touch. Um, what have I written down here for the future podcast sort of shit? I mean, these aren't New Year's resolutions, guys. I don't, I'm against New Year's resolutions because I don't think the flip of a switch can change someone like that. I kind of make goals for the end of the next year. You know, by, by the end of next year, maybe I'd like to do this a little bit better or have this a little bit more under control or something like that. Either way, I've had some thoughts about this podcast and I want to do a hell of a lot more for you guys. A lot more behind the scenes stuff with the uh, music creation that goes on with Liam and I. Um, I think it was Liam and me in that context, but whatever. So, you know, we're still fucking out jamming, guys. We're writing songs, doing bits and bobs here and there. Some projects have fallen apart. Some have sort of taken off. I showed you some shit towards the end of last year uh, of this new project where it's just Patrick, Liam, and myself. Um, I'm on guitar. Liam's going to be doing vocals and bass. Patrick's obviously on drums. Uh, but yeah, Got a new song that we're working on. Uh, you know, I can show you a little bit of a teaser now, guys. It sounds a little bit like this. This is the ending of it. We're getting back into our sort of prog rock roots a little bit there, guys. But I'm thinking in the future that I'll put a lot of this stuff sort of maybe on a Patreon or like um, like an access portal through my website or whatever, which you guys are more than welcome to check out. It's just thejamroom.com.au. But I don't know. What else should we have as far as this podcast goes, guys? I know that in the past I've done interviews with some upcoming artists and all this sort of stuff. I've had plenty of requests to do more, but I've been hesitant because I don't know if it really fits the vibe of this podcast much anymore. I don't know. So that's one possibility. We can have some more fucking guest interviews, local artists or just, you know, upcoming artists worldwide, stuff like that. We could maybe do like some live album reviews. Now, this is hard to do on a full podcast because of copyright shit, right? Even though I dodge it pretty damn well at the moment. I don't want to do a whole album being played through while I'm reacting to it. And also, maybe you'd want some visuals with that. So maybe the, the video part will come later. Again, maybe through a Patreon or a website portal of some kind. I don't know. I think that'd be cool just to sit down and hang and listen to the whole album of whatever new shit we're reviewing start to finish. You can see how I kind of, I don't know, digest this crap, right? I have my comments. I have my cringes. I have whatever. I stop. I rewind. I want to figure certain things out. And, you know, along those lines, I could also do some more fucking song breakdowns uh, because, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know nothing about music theory. I'm, you know, 
I've got a little bit of knowledge and it would be kind of cool to uh, break some songs down for you guys if you're interested in that shit. Some people aren't musicians out there, so when people start talking about number systems and, oh yeah, shit, he, he went to the, the fucking major seventh of that chord or whatever, they just zone out. So, if that's not for you, let me know. And again, I might just put it on something that's behind the scenes, so there's always extra content for you guys, as well as the regular podcasts that uh, are going to become more regular. Let's, yeah, well, we'll hope for that, right? But anyway, that's kind of it, guys. We're kind of caught up. That's kind of been my last couple of weeks. It's been insane. I've dodged death a number of times, so I'm kind of just grateful to be alive, really, and kind of haunted by the fact that I nearly killed some stranger's kid. But... I have checked out some new music over this last little festive season. Not too much. You know, listen to Mariah Carey way too many times. Um, the only thing that, uh, as far as new music goes, is Sleep Token that I'd like to talk about in this uh, episode. Because they have, just over the last week, released two new singles. I hope it's hinting towards a new album. Because uh, the two singles, although they'll released separately, their cover arts are different. But they definitely have a theme to them. They look like they're, you know, alternatives of the same sort of pitched cover art for an album. So, I don't know. I reckon a Sleep Token album's coming out soon. And these new tracks, uh, they, don't really, they don't disappoint. They got some heavy shit. Um, the first one they released was called Chokehold. Um, uh, here's a little snippet, guys. It sounds a little bit like this. It's got a pretty fucking sweet riff in it. song's got its classic awesome vocals and you know respect to the hook melodies and shit like that not as hooky as their older stuff it seems but hopefully the album delivers a little bit more than these fringy kind of singles that they release as uh, teasers right you don't want to release your best song as a teaser because anyone's just going to be fucking disappointed with your album right so hopefully the album is more impressive than these two although these two are pretty good uh, and the second song that they released is called The Summoning. So they released these like a day apart. So I was hoping that it was going to be like one per day for a while, but uh, it seems to have dried up a little bit right now. You never know. By next episode, there might be some new ones, and we'll talk about them for sure. The next one's called The Summoning, and this track gave me fucking serious Meshuggah vibes, right? It's heavier than a lot of the stuff that I've heard from Sleep Token and I know Sleep Token are a heavy band, but not like this kind of heavy. Like, like you know, check this out. This, this has got Meshuggah written all over it, right?
Well, I thought so. I think it has some of the sugar vibes to it, but, you know, I'm probably wrong with most of these things. Feel free to reach out and let me know how wrong I am. Um, my email address is scott at thejamroom.com.au. Uh, you can do shit on Twitter and Instagram as well. That's at jamroompodcast. Guys, oh my God. It's just going to be a short little episode today. What am I going to leave you with? Um, all right, we're talking about sleep tokens, so let's talk. Let's. I'll leave you with a sleep token song. Why the fuck not? Um, sleep token. By the way, they're coming to Australia in May. Most of the shows are sold out. I did see Sleep Token last year, sometime I believe, and it was a fucking tremendous show. And they were supporting a band called Northlane, um, and it's good to see on this tour that they're coming back. Northlane is supporting them. So how the tables have turned. I love it. I love it. Sleep Token are definitely better than Northlane. Sorry, hardcore guys. Sorry. I just, I don't know. I'm not fully into the idea of every song revolving around a fucking breakdown. Um, just, you know, there's got to be a little bit more to it. I love a breakdown, but it can't be everything, right? It can't be the main ingredient in your song. It's a seasoning, right? It's a condiment. It's not the main ingredient, you know? It's the pepper to your steak. It's not the steak. Anyway, something like that. So, yeah, get tickets to see Sleep Token in May if you can. And uh, have yourselves a fantastic week. I'll be in touch real, real soon, guys, because it's going to be the uh, summer of podcasting, summer of music, summer of hanging out and hopefully getting in the water and having some, uh, some good snorkel sessions or some shit. I don't know. I'm a little bit scared. Things are trying to kill me out there. Whatever. You're about to hear a song called Mine. Um, from uh, an album a few years ago called uh, This Place Will Become Your Tomb by Sleep Token. Guys, reach out with all your recommendations and suggestions and feedback and hate mail and uh, whatever you want to say to me, just reach out. Let's get involved with this podcast. There's plenty more to come in 2023. It's going to be a big year, guys. Take care now. Bye-bye then. I have waited Paralyzed by my own will Viciously reminding me still I'm born to believe And I am certain, no That you and I are crashing course Driven by a